Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. Illinois is set to become the eighth state in the country to ban certain types of advertising of guns. A lot of people have been talking about that this week. The ban would impact ads that could be viewed as a public safety threat or appeal to children, militants, or someone who might use firearms illegally. It looks like Governor Pritzker is definitely going to sign this legislation. We thought we'd reach out to Don Harmon, the Illinois Senate president. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you today? I'm doing great. It's good to be on the air with you again. I love when you jump on the air with us. So uh, the governor is expected to sign this legislation. We certainly do expect him to sign it, hopefully sometime soon. And I think like every news headline, if you were just to Google it today, uh, a lot of them say the same thing. And and I think that people go, well, what does that mean? And and it says, Illinois to ban advertising for guns allegedly marketed to kids and militants. And people are like, well, what is a militant? How do you identify them? And of course, people who are against this advertising ban are saying that's too vague. So tell me what it is intended to do and um, how it will make us safer, because that's what we all want. A great question, and, and this is not without precedent. You know, you don't you don't see advertisements for cigarettes or for liquor um, everywhere. There are limitations on to whom they can market. Uh, by amending the longstanding Consumer Fraud and Deceptive Business Practices Act in Illinois, we're giving the Attorney General new tools to pursue people who are irresponsible in their marketing campaigns. Uh, we see ads that are. Uh, absolutely targeted at children. They, they are designing products that are intended to appeal uh, to young children to, to normalize uh, the possession of military-style weapons. Uh, we also see even, uh, just as alarmingly, um, ads aimed at uh, uh, the, the folks who might be inclined to take up arms against the government. Mm. Uh, we, we, we should not be promoting insurrection through an advertising campaign to make money for gun dealers. Senator, where do children see ads? What kind of ads are you talking about that would be appealing to them? Because um, I'm not challenging you. I'm just not aware of anything like that. It seems like it's all in video games. Uh, I, I imagine it's coming through all sorts of channels, but there, there are certain campaigns that, that, that you just you can't deny what they're doing. There's one particular weapon I'm looking at the ad right now. It's for the We One Tactical JR-15, a play on the AR-15. Uh, it's get them one like yours, uh, smaller and lighter. Uh, the the mo- the logo on the ad, and I, actually on the stock of the gun, is a uh, a baby skull and crossbone sucking a pacifier. Oh. Uh, it is clearly designed to appeal to uh, children who do not have a legal right to buy a gun. So I'm going to, but if you just said the language was get them one like yours, only lighter. Um, if I were an opponent of this legislation, I would say, well, that appeals to the dad or the mom to go into the kids, not to the kids. Uh, I, I understand the argument. Uh, you know, if you get them a six pack or get them a pack of cigarettes like yours, we would be just as turned off. Okay. Yeah. And so how far does this go? Is it radio advertising, TV advertising, social media advertising? 
It, it, it's really, it's not based on the channel. It's, it's based on the content. It's, it's also uh, a question of specifics. Uh, it, the, the attorney general would have to bring an action against a particular manufacturer or seller for offering a particular advertisement. Uh, it's going to be one of those case-by-case determinations, but it's a tool, and it should be a check uh, on bad behavior. If, if, the, if the person placing the ad knows they need to be responsible and they need to make sure that this complies with the law, they'll, they'll be better about how they put that ad together. Can I tell you the most horrifying story I heard about this week involving a kid and a gun is that six-year-old who shot his teacher. We all know that story, right? Well, apparently there was information released this week that when they approached that kid, took the gun out of his hands after he shot his teacher, he said, I shot that blank dead. He's six. He is six years old. That's what came out of his mouth. His intention was to kill her. That's the young teacher, I believe, in Virginia. And and I'm thinking, how does a kid form that kind of an opinion and as we know he used his mother's legally purchased gun that he took to school but it is it is um it is disturbing to think that these kids are being marketed to directly for these type of firearms or i should say indirectly right because the the ads appear to be for the parents but obviously the children see them and it might support a thought that they already have that you know this is something they want and they can use especially to solve conflict it certainly normalizes that sort of uh, behavior that we would find uh, so frightening. And is it legal to purchase a JR-15 in Illinois? Uh, it, it is legal if you are uh, an adult and, and able to purchase one. Uh, and I, I also want to be clear, I, I grew up in a neighborhood where guns weren't commonplace. The police officers had them, we didn't. But serving in Springfield for as long as I have, I, I have met people from all over the state where having right hunting rifles in the home was common. It's a tool. Mm-hmm. It's something parents taught their children to do at a young age. No one's saying we shouldn't be doing that. We just shouldn't be romanticizing these weapons and, and saying, my 8-year-old doesn't need a hunting rifle. My 8-year-old needs a, a faux AR-15 so that she can get comfortable uh, shooting that style of a weapon. So when Illinois passes this law, we'll become the eighth state in the country to ban certain types of advertising of guns. Uh, Have those other states been met with pushback or lawsuits trying to stop this? Uh, they they have this. I don't want to get too lawyerly here. Um, it's it's really sort of interesting. Illinois had this consumer fraud law in its books for an awful long time. We all assumed it applied to all participants in the marketplace, including gun manufacturers. The NRA got their uh, their allies in Congress to pass a law that really shields gun industry participants from lawsuits, um, unless. The, the state's Consumer Fraud Act specifically mentions firearms. So that's what we're doing. We're specifically calling out firearms so that the law we had in place that we thought covered everyone does, in fact, cover everyone. Senate, and that's what the other states have done, too. So while we're talking about gun legislation and litigation, there's a big ruling expected tomorrow from the Illinois Supreme Court about the assault weapons ban in Illinois. Um, I, I don't expect you to look into uh, your crystal ball, but uh, what are you anticipating when it comes to this ruling tomorrow? 
I was the sponsor of that law as well, and uh, we worked very hard to ensure it was constitutional. So I am cautiously but confidently optimistic that the Supreme Court will uphold the law. How, how is it that you wrote it? That in, can you give us an example of what you did to make sure or to help ensure that it would stand up to legal scrutiny? Uh, we're really not um, infringing on the right to to, to own a weapon. Uh, the, the question is, are, are these weapons... Uh, dangerous uh, or unusual. That's the standard um, as best as I can summarize it. Um, th- these weapons are, are, are inherently dangerous and th- they are not nearly as commonplace as hunting rifles or handguns that people may use to defend their homes. Uh, I, I think this is consistent with the U.S. Supreme Court's jurisprudence, even some of the more recent rulings that I find troubling uh, but it, that expand uh, firearm owner rights. Uh, I think this one passes muster. I think the Illinois Supreme Court will uphold it, and uh, there's a parallel challenge in the federal courts. Uh, I'm hoping that the United States Supreme Court will will see this falling within the construct that they've outlined for us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Don Harmon, Illinois Senate President.